You are Locked On Pacers, your daily Indiana Pacers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to another edition of the Locked On Pacers podcast, where we talk about the Indiana Pacers, of course. As always, I am one of the hosts of this show, Tony East, covering the team for Forbes. On the other line with me, my lovely co-host, as always, Adam Friedman. Adam, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. It's been a little while since we talked. It has. They signed a player, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're uh, we're in the lull period. You don't have any random text from me about random trade ideas, random lineup ideas. <laughs> right now, we're just in a period where we're both just trying to enjoy our, uh, I guess, summer jobs. <laughs> I did the uh, Nazmid Trulong podcast last week, for those who are curious who that signing actually is, but it's not much to talk about with that. So I played in 15 NBA games. So uh, we're going to move on for today because it is mailbag time, baby. Uh, should, we, should, we mention, should we mention Zach Pearson's uh, blow up on ESPN and everything while we're at it? He's one of the original. Oh, man, he's the best. He's one of the uh, original listeners of this podcast. So shout out to him. Yeah, he was one of the first like four people who told us he listened. And then uh, I played like Fortnite with him last year one time. Nice kid. And then uh, – he was on a fan show last year. He's like an OG locked on page. And he writes for 8.9 seconds now, right? I don't know. I All right, you're not there anymore. article about him now. Oh, okay. Yeah, Maybe that's what it was. I thought – I don't know. Whatever it is. That's, if you that, haven't I, seen it, Zach's Twitter is, uh, is at Zach A. Pearson, and he just got his wisdom teeth removed, and he's in a Pacer shirt, and he's like talking about Victor Oladipo, and it's hysterical. It was on ESPN and, and Sports Illustrated. And I think Vic responded to him too. He did. So He did. Shout out to Vic for that. Um. Yeah. Good. Good stuff. Good. Good off-season stuff. All right. You want to start the mailbag? Yes. Let's do it. The bag. First on the docket, from at Florida underscore Stevie One, whose name is Malcolm Brogdon Stan account, which I love. <laughs> he says, "Which Pacers player do you think could be an All Star this year? Do you think there is a, the most a most likely player at um, Old Depot? I would assume." Uh, I think there's no chance Oladipo playing like about 18 games by the time voting is done will be an all Yeah, I guess that's true. There's no way he gets voted in because he's not that popular. Not like, like the old Jermaine O'Neal days where he was so popular where he got voted in when he didn't play. Exactly. So um, I think there's no chance. Right? I mean, would it be – I guess they, they, when is voting in? Like in mid-January? Mid-January? Like, like, yeah, like the 20th or 18th? So because last could, year Vic got hurt, what, the 21st, and he got named an All-Star like a few days later. The yeah. voting was done before that. I mean, I could see if he had a, like a really good six-week run when he started to just get put on. Not maybe not voted, but was picked as a kind of one of the – the. I mean, who is the coach's pick? Is that who picks ultimately the last seven players or whatever? Mm, I don't remember. I think, I think it's, it's coaches, yeah. I think it's coaches pick. Um, I mean, I think Turner has a chance. I think Turner has a chance too. Oh, yeah. I think Sabonis is like just just takes Sabonis. Even if Sabonis shows no improvement, right? He's the same guy, but he's playing seven more minutes a game. Like just tack on those extra per game stats. All of a sudden, it's like, oh shoot, this guy's putting up numbers. Yeah, I mean, how many centers too? Mando's supposed to play forward, so that's different. But how many centers would be ahead of Turner right now? Like guaranteed. I mean, are we counting Giannis as a center? Yeah, Vooch and Embiid. For sure, those two made it last year. weren't there three centers last year? Horford, right? Or Horford was the other one. He's uh, he's in the East still. He might make it. But I'm not sure he's for sure ahead of him. He's playing. 
Well, and then Drummond was really good the second half of the year, but he was butt before. So if Drummond plays like he did after the uh, the voting process, perhaps he will get it. Well, what I'm saying is Turner has a shot at being the third center. Yeah, he does. He totally does. Yeah, especially in the East. I mean, totally. I guess in terms of guards, probably not. Uh, I don't see Brogdon breaking that. Forwards, probably no, I don't think not. anybody but the centers has a chance. <laughs> I mean, unless Brogdon has like a crazy start and like takes the Vic spot, essentially. Because they did what? Who was the All Star team last year? I'm just trying to remember it now. And I'm looking it up because I, I kind of forget. Remember. I know one. There's an open spot with Russell leaving the conference. That's one spot that's available. Um, uh, yes. That right, is did, true. did anybody from the that we think from the West join the East have a shot? I mean, Kawhi made it. I'm assuming, and he's not going to be there. So there are I some. Just realized that it's the 2019 All Star game. I was like, DeRozan, what? And then I realized that was uh, a year a year off. In my- so last year it was Giannis, Kyrie, uh, Leonard, Embiid, Walker, Simmons, Beal, Middleton, Vucevic, Griffin, Lowry, Oladipo. So there, and Oladipo was replaced by um, Russell, obviously. So okay, so the with- guys who left the conference, who were all stars last year, I think it's just Kawhi. Um, no, right? I, I, oh, who left the conference? Yeah, who are out of the conference. Yeah. Kyrie, Giannis, Embiid, Lowry, Middleton, Beal, Simmons, Blake, Vucevic, all still here. Yeah, no, you're right. I was thinking because Butler, but Butler probably slot in there this year, I would guess. Yeah, you got Jimmy the full season now too. That's a good point. So that the only spot, there's basically one spot available. Now Griffin might not be the same. There's a chance Griffin could be worse. Uh, he was really good. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even if, he, worse, I bet he, even if he's worse, I bet he makes it. Like I said, I think health wise, so like I would say the Vucevic Griffin spots, there's a chance somebody could overtake them in the Pacers. I think I don't know if Vooch is going to get worse either, but yeah, they'd have to be they'd have to be at that level to have a chance. I mean, let's say the Pacers what so you play like 45 games, they also break to the Pacers are like are like 30 and 15, and Turner's the best player on their team at that point, like. They would need an all-star somewhere. Like you'd want that would make yep. sense. Like somebody on that roster. Has I think all-star. the most likely guy who didn't make it from last year in the East is Tatum. That's fair. Jason Tatum could Walker fall off because he's no longer the number one option. I guess. Oh, maybe, maybe that's another. You know, I don't think he won't make it though. I highly doubt. Yeah, it. I mean, even if he had like a twenty and eight season that probably still makes the all-star game. I mean, Horford wasn't so Horford. Could be another one. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be the third option on the team, so probably not. Yeah. He might be the fourth option on that team, honestly. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, maybe Kyrie plays best for the year, but I doubt that. Milton is probably... the problem. So the problem with thinking of, like, Kemba, Kyrie, Vic, guys, like, the Pacers guards aren't going to make it, you know? Yeah. Like, Jeremy Lamb... Like, Jeremy Lamb just can't like no i think unless he has a big like explosion of 2017 like they, they're just not gonna make it no i mean i think brogdon sabonis turner the likely three and then warren something crazy happens right yeah yes i think the most likely answer is the centers yeah because i think that's where the open spots are i think griffins and vuzovic are the open spots i don't think they're open but they're the most <laughs> they're the most open plus an extra spot so there's like three chances those guys are good yeah that's true. Maybe they maybe they call Middleton a guard this year. What if Griffin? What if Griffin gets hurt the first week of the season? That's not like not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I can't. That that's not fair. I can't. Uh, I can't factor that in. What if Giannis gets hurt the first okay. week of the year? Yeah, that but Griffin has a history of getting hurt. <laughs> he has a, a long track record of playing Vooch thirty games. Not. I I, I want to. I'm pretty close to putting him in pen. Vooch is a okay. 
I mean, that's fair. I wouldn't disagree. I mean, he just he was the new All Star last year, so did anyone come, did anyone else come east besides KD? Like, are we stupid and just completely not? No, I said I said so? Butler's the only one because he should have been one if yeah, he had he, played yeah, all the season right. in the East. Um, no, right? Kawhi went west. Nobody came to the Knicks. Yeah, uh, the shuffling of the deck in terms of the Eastern no, of of Walker and Kyrie, but you know, you're telling me you don't think Wayne Ellington and. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Portis are going to be all-stars for the Knicks? I was thinking Julius Randle, maybe. Julius Randle, the all-star? I mean, Alfred Payton. I suppose, wait, if Randle has his, like, what did he put up last year? Like, 18 and 8, Randle? That kind of numbers could get him an all-star game. <laughs> yeah, the Knicks are better than, what, like, 12 and 32? Yeah, I mean, Randle was really good for my, for my uh, fantasy team last year. He was really good on offense. Great fantasy player for those. Last year, he games. put up 21 and 8. Like, that's, that's all-star level numbers. Still, Griffin probably put up. Yeah, you got to be good on both ends. Yeah, do you to be an uh, all star though? Let's move on. It's a, yeah, yeah, debatable. Move on. move on. Yes. Uh, at Tinu Heat with three O's and Tinu says teams can sometimes feed off the energy of a wild card type player like Lance, who, by the way, Lance Stevenson signed in China. How much money is that for? Uh, Four million dollars. Got the mid level basically. No chance uh, he's getting that. Not here. the mid level. Three that. reception. Sorry. Room. Yeah. He said, who is our potential wildcard player that will get the fans and team on their feet? It's a good Lance Stevenson, what he returns from China? Yeah, okay. <laughs> They'd have to waive someone to do that. But, I mean, I'm not like, I mean, they can wave a bunch of guys. I can name five guys um, I can wave off the top of my head right now. That is a good question. That's a very challenging All right, question. Does the guy have to be on the roster right now? Yeah, I, I, yeah, of course. TJ Leaf. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. TJ Leaf. Get him off their feet, baby. Uh, I'm going with Turner for that. It's a bonus to be my dark horse, I guess. Yeah. I mean, unless you're counting energy as antics, in which case, like, I don't know. No, but I'm, turning, I'm thinking, like, highlight level, like, pump up the crowd. And Turner's a good one because he always makes somebody look stupid. And Sabonis has the ability to do that as well. Like, Fad Young provided energy to the team, but not to the fans. Yeah, I think we're talking, like, who's going to make the most hot kind of highlight plays, probably, right? Highlight plays, yeah, that's a, that's a good way. I mean, like Warren has a chance. Uh, if Warren is really the one-on-one player he was in Phoenix, he has that chance. Yeah, that's true. Kind of that is, yeah, that's true. Because Lamb's like a good scorer, but he's not like a, a dunker scorer, you know? He like just like gets you to your spot kind of. I mean, um, bench guy, because that's like, these are all starters. Ben, I mean, Lamb is not a starter, I guess, but bench guys, it'd be Aaron Holiday probably, just the way he brought the yeah, energy last year. Aaron's the only chance. Dude, there was some uh, nice video of McDermott taking some dudes off the dribble in a workout. I don't know. If we're, uh, <laughs> Do you remember Miles Turner workout video last year where he literally um, was taking off the dribble threes? Yeah. These, yeah, people have got to stop talking about that McHale video. Like, it's cool that he worked out with Kevin McHale. I like that, but I mean, come on. He's not gonna like suddenly be a post-up player because he worked out with Kevin McHale. No, I feel like he's done that before too. Am I wrong? Uh, he worked out with someone famous before. I don't remember who it was. Was it Hakeem? He, yeah. Uh, n- n- maybe. I, I mean, know. cause he is from, I'm glad he worked out with Mikhail. That is cool. But yeah, I don't, I don't think he's suddenly going to be like a back to the basket. Beast. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he's, players don't change. Let's put it that way. They usually get better at what they're, they're already good at, but they don't just become new players all of a sudden. Unless like, I mean, something crazy happens, I guess. Yeah. 
So this is a hard question. I don't to, for fans on their feet. I think you got to go with one of the big guys who will actually. Die. Yeah, I mean, Old Depot is the obvious one when he gets know. going. It's Grinson. Yeah, Vic's the guy when he's back, but at the beginning of the season, I'm not sure why. We'll yeah, I can't imagine him. I mean, it might take him by March to get really going, and by then he might be the guy. But again, that's like such an easy one. I feel like that's not what the question was. It was like a Lance type player who kind of sparks you at random moments. Yes, Adam, we have a silly question. Would you like to do it before? Or after. Uh, after. All right, this is a fun one. At Indiana underscore Sirs, my man Nick, I met him in a game this year, says, if people say money doesn't grow on trees, then why do banks have branches? That's good. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, that is a good little pun. (laughs) Um, Because trees are made of paper, so money technically does grow on trees. I mean, am I right? A branch is more than just like a tree branch. Branch is a lot of, we use the multi-purpose word. Right, I mean, I'm trying to think. There's other words like that that, like leave, also means leaves, and it means also leave, like leave a place. That's the word you can. Ooh, that could be the other good tree. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't think of something in my head. If you gave, Someone come if you up gave me more warning, I probably pull some out of my my head. But you kind of just threw it off me last minute, so I have a, I don't have a lot of top of my head about words that are used two different ways. Uh, Marina is the next question I have, Adam, but she was asking why I didn't respond to pictures of your dog that she sent me. So I'll let you answer that. I don't know. Uh, yes, I did not respond to those questions. Sorry, Marina. Thanks for sending me pictures. Adam's new dog, by the way, everybody. No one really cares about me, but uh, adorable. Next question comes from Logan Miller. Actually, back to basketball here. Uh, at Logan zero seven one nine seven four seven six, how many times do you predict Quinn mixes up the TJs every game? Is the first half of that question. <laughs> <laughs> I think Warren's probably safe because he'll play a lot, and he's the um, the non-white one of the three. I wonder if Leaf or McConnell get it once. They're all different heights. That helps. They're all distinct from different heights. They are all very different heights and yeah. appearances, like in general. It's going to be hard to call TJ McConnell to the lead because of the height difference. I mean, there's 10 inches between the two. Well, like like I was up in the booth with David Locke last year, and he call, he kept calling uh, Aaron Holiday Darren Collison when he was in there. Cause it's just like, oh, tiny little guard. So I wonder if the like the most likely name except well, something like that. Quinn is also on the court, not necessarily up high. So he has like – he can see, no, but he sees the guys face-to-face. Well, like, like if you're up really high, like are Justin Holiday and Jeremy Lamb's big hair going to throw anybody off? Yeah. I don't think so I mean, when you're up higher the players just look smaller so it's hard to distinguish them here but when you're on the court yeah. you can see their faces and considering the amount of time he's around the team i would guess that he could distinguish faces pretty well like it's over okay how about this over under the whole season 2.5 times the the pace that's pretty high. low i think they might get no. it right every time the road yeah chris no, will get it right every time the road broadcast team gets the wrong holiday oh over under 2.5 over, way over. Way yeah, over? I mean, I just wow. somebody will. They're different heights, so Chris and Quinn will easily get it. But I wonder how much. Yeah, the road well, I wonder if that's part of their like training. Is that Chris and Quinn are like this is this is the two holidays. This is how they look different on the court. This is their number, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. We need like a like a like, thing if it ever happens. Has so Quinn yeah. ever made an egregious like mix up? I don't. I can't think of. I know he pronounces names. No, they are usually great at that, and then they play on national TV, and the TNT guys are like, oh, Elston Turner for three. I'm like, no, Elston Turner retired in 1980-something. <laughs> well, like, I mean, I know Quinn's got like funny little nicknames for everybody and can sometimes like 
get a little too hyped up and maybe something like that. But I've never seen him like blatantly miss a name or something like that, or just completely not know who a guy is. No, they don't. So. They don't. That's why I don't think they're yeah. going to do it for the holidays. But I wonder how many times they're. Well, wrong. when you when you eventually work with David Locke during the uh, Jazz game, we'll find out, right? <laughs> you know what's funny? I can tell this story now. Um, when he was here, he kept saying Bonjanovic. Oh. When Bojan was better learn that name pretty fast. I was like, do I correct him during the break? And I was like, nah, it doesn't really matter. And then he signed with the Jazz. So now David has to learn how to say it right. And I really want to bug him and be like, hey, have you figured uh, have you figured Let me know. David here? is a great boss, great broadcaster, and he's good at his job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making fun of him. He's incredibly good at the radio. It's very fun to be up yeah, there. Yeah, it's not an easy job, too. You learn a lot of names. You travel a lot oh, mix between teams. I mean, it. I mess up names and I boy out there's plenty of times that I watch him play every day. We talk about him a lot. We pronounced uh, Alize Elise for yeah. like two weeks. Yeah, so no, we can't. I can't even <laughs> pronounce EK's last name still. Uh, I tweeted about him this week. I wonder what he's doing, man. Someone's got to scoop him Maybe. Up. I don't know. In the G League. Not, not a pro team in the G League. Team. Yeah, maybe I'll go to so, Europe and play and make, make a little more money. He's like 20. I think like he's a European kind of player, right? Go out That's there and true. make a little like – just catch wild. Yeah, make mid six shots. figures for. for yeah, not probably that much, but you know, a decent pay. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a, that was a fun question about the announcers. That was only the first half of the question. I forgot this in my hat. The other half says, on a more serious note, what aspect of the team will improve the most from last season? That is a great question. What do you got for me? I, I mean, offense. I mean, I think like creation. General offense? No, I think creation. Think? Or creation. You'll feel, there won't yeah, be some of those stagnant that. times where somebody can create a shot where it's Corey Joseph dribbling six times, going in a circle, half mooning it, and then throwing it up off his back foot. <laughs> yeah, where the other team just like, okay, here comes the pick and roll. If we trap Sabonis, they have no options. Yeah. Right, we did it. I mean, that's it. after all the people got hurt, I think it became kind of infamous how many like double like low 20 or really teens quarters Pacers had. I mean, every game they had one that scored between 16 and 19 points. And then against the Celtics, they had some like really just, just disgustingly terrible quarters. They had some single digit yeah. quarters. They had some single digit quarters against Boston. Yeah. That was brutal. Yeah. I'm with you there. Uh, I don't know if TJ Warren and, and Jeremy Lamb are like so good at that, that you feel like you have it cured, but they're way they're they're just as good as Bojan is, I feel like, which is much needed because forcing Boyan to do it every time I, was unhealthy. I also no think else. maybe not they got better at each position replacement wise, but I think point guard wise, I think Barnes an upgrade over over Carlson. I know offensive efficiency wise, make a case, but in terms of what Carlson provided last season, he was I think product will be better. I think Warren brings a different type of offense in Bojan. I don't think that's necessarily as good. But I think he brings a different type of being able to create his own shot. And then I think definitely Sabonis is an upgrade offensively over Thad. Overall, definitely not. And then Yeah, the, de- the drop off there will be And then bench wise, you see they upgraded their bench. You know, Lamb is better than I mean any offensive bench player that last year, I would say, right? That is a good question. Uh, right. I mean yes. Lamb is better than any of them, and then you still have McDermott, who for all his flaws is a decent offensive player. I mean, that, that, I think they'll just be a better offensive team. We'll see whether they can make it work defensively, but they'll be better offensively, hopefully. I think you're right about that. And I think they finally have depth a little more. Like last year, we thought they had depth, and they didn't, you know, after their top six. Well, they really so, did because they they made a top five seed without their best player. Yeah, I mean, they that doesn't mean No, they well, it kind of does. Doesn't it mean that you have a good 
the Kings had depth last year, I think. Yeah. And they only won like Yeah, but I, I think part of the depth is being able to win without your best like like when guy gets hurt, people stepping up. That's what made like kind of Oh, okay. I think that's depth. I think that's okay, depth. that's that's fair. I like like I, what what is the guy who's going to play that you're like, "Oh, he's not an, at all an NBA player." Like just Alize? Sumner maybe. Sumner maybe. Leaf maybe. Yeah. Leaf maybe. They don't even yeah. that I'm going to Are we do we say do I even that. say McDermott maybe? <laughs> I know, I was just a joke. Um no, no, I, think, I definitely think he's an NBA player. I just don't think he's a high usage NBA player. Um, yeah, I mean those are no, but no, definitely like I think one through nine, you have guys who you feel like you can play at any time and get yeah. above average play out of them, like in terms of like efficiency. I agree. That is a needed improvement. All right, next up, Julio forty six Mendez at Julio forty six Mendez says one. What is your favorite team besides Indy? You have one, so I'm gonna go. With, I have a story. All right. So back in the, so I'm a kid oh. of the early 2000s. I was born in '97. So I was a Pacer fan, probably since I was like four or five. The first team I remember is when they went 61 and 21, uh, but then they were miserable from like 05 to 2010. They were just terrible. I mean, those were the Dunleavy's, the TJ Ford teams. The I think Jeff Foster was still on those teams. That was the time when McRoberts ruined their perfect quarter. Uh, so at that point, the closest team to Indy was Cleveland. And they, of course, had the best player in the world at that point. So I sort of hopped onto the Cleveland bandwagon for those four or five years. But right now, no, I don't have a number two team, but that was kind of my number two team growing up because they were good and they were close. And I had family from up from Ohio. My dad's from Cincinnati. And so kind of adopted a little bit. You always told me you were a big Oh, yeah. I mean, one of my actually best memories is, is watching that LeBron game where he scored 27 three points against the Pistons. Cause I also hated the Pistons with like all yeah. my, like everything in my bones hated Detroit because of what happened with the brawl and the Oh four playoffs. Like <laughs> I just hated Detroit. I mean, when the Colts, I remember when Peyton Manning threw like seven touches at the Lions, I was the happiest I'd ever been. Cause I just hated the city of Detroit, which <laughs> was more for bathrooms than anything. But yeah, so that was like one of my more fond uh, sports memories growing up was that LeBron quarter. That was a Oh yeah. I mean, quarter. That's just I mean, in hindsight, that was like maybe one of like the greatest moments in like basketball history in terms of just like individual achievements and what happened. Like, remember where you're at, kind of thing. But at the time, I was like, I think I was like probably ten, so I didn't really understand it till now how awesome that was. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know you were. I didn't peg you a Cavs guy. Now I can't wait for them to play the Cavs four times, and I can say, Adam, who are you going to report? I should have told you that story. Uh, mine isn't really a secret. I think everybody knows, but I like. Oh yeah, that's much worse. Gilbert Arenas was the man, and they had Anton Jameson, who's one of my all-time. Faves. I still give you crap for that. I think we. I yelled Hibachi like in sixth grade because I thought I was like, "Oh, I'm Gilbert Arenas," <laughs> and I was not good. <laughs> I can't believe he did that. Like, I want a player to have something like that now, where they yell something every time they shoot. I forgot That's he yelled so when he shot. I forgot. I forgot that. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I mean those. It was great. That team was. Fun. They were never like awesome. Yeah, they were. Oh, those like beast. well, I think 2006 to like 2009, Wizard teams were very okay. They were very okay. Larry Hughes was also very okay. Jameson was. Crumbling. I mean, I'm sure they would take they would take Friends that team today versus what they have now in Washington for sure. My favorite wizard season was the Paul Pierce year. Oh yes, I remember. Also, I was when Paul Pierce hit that shot in the playoffs. The bank yeah. shot against the Hawks. Yeah, that was awesome. Um. Okay. 
Number two from the same tweet. Starting five of your favorite Pacers. Not necessarily the best. That's All right, you got to get me to write it out. So you you got to go first. Oh, no. Uh, okay. <laughs> I got it. Man, Bojan is the only lock I can throw right so away. So we're doing all-time, right? That was easy. But can we do sort of post-ABA? Because I don't know the ABA that well. Okay. That's fine. That's totally fine. Bojan's my only lock right away. I think at my two, I'm You don't have Reggie as a lock? Oh, okay. No. I never really got to watch Wait, him. are we doing – I guess I watched Reggie to the end of his career. Yeah, we – yeah, I guess – okay, fine. Uh, can I put Bojan at the four? You can do whatever you five you want. You can put Bojan at center. It's just five players that you like the best. Oh, is that what the question is? Like Read the question the again. Oh, well then Reggie, Danny, PG, Bojan, and hmm. Man, let's see. There's a lot of decent ones, but not a lot of great ones in there. Uh, Sarunas might be in there oh, for me. Oh, nice one. I was a big fan of Sarunas. I have his What about Peja Stojakovic? So I'll go with him. I, I did like Peja too. I had a Peja nice. Kings jersey. Actually. Yeah. It's a kid's uh, XL, so it does not fit me <laughs> anymore. It's not even close. So, so that's mine. Bojan, Sarunas, So PG, I think I created a sort of starting five. Um, but I'm a point guard. So okay. I go... Reggie, Artest, Paul George, J.O., and David West. Those are sort of my five. Nice. And P- PG recapturing the hearts of the people when that team got Yeah, I mean, there's those that playoff run against LeBron the first time, that was just amazing. Obviously, we're somewhere else but now. No, but in that moment, I mean, that was I – mean, PG was on – we thought he would become the player that he is. He was last season. Like, I thought that would happen when he was like 24, 25. Like he was like, – like, yeah. Clearly, the injury set him back, and the team sort of—they didn't really build around him correctly. And I don't really think that's his fault. None of those things are his fault, actually. Not a single one of those. So, can you make a five of your least favorites? That's not <sighs> least favorites. <sighs> Who do I? Re- I'm trying to think of one I really hated. I'm sure, Lance is in, is in your bottom five. Lance is in my five. <laughs> I mean, the problem—I've never really hated any of the players on the team. I mean, like. Oh, you know who sneakily could have been in our favorite five? Ooh. Lou. Um, you mean Amundsen, right? I'm talking. You would think yes. Louis Scola too. There's a Lou. Oh, that's why I know you would have said called though. him Lou, but that's I think it's close. <laughs> Scola also was. Yeah, awesome. I mean, I was going to say too. If I if I had to put a point guard, I would replace Artest with Jamal Tinsley or George Hill. I couldn't. That was the tough one. Yeah. Can Bender be in our least favorite five? I see. I don't really hate any players. I guess it's our own fault. We hyped I guess. Them up, I mean, I, I really did like Al Harrington personally. Oh, you know, also. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. You know, also, I'm forgetting Austin Crozier. That was a good player. Austin Crozier was a good player. I also. Oh, you do. How, how do you say you? it? I say Crozier, Crozier, which is the right way. <laughs> Terry Terry Crozier um, of the. I'll tell you, I didn't like Star I didn't like Mike Dunley very much. I was watching highlights of him this week because of the pace. Oh, and you know, I really don't like Larry O'Brien. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was a coach, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a fun question, too. We got to go through memory lane a little bit. Uh, and number three, the floor and ceiling of this year's Pacers. We talked about this a little last week. What were our numbers? Do you remember? Mine was, uh, I believe, 39. To that sounds right. I think mine was 40 to 52, so or 40 to 54. 
Yeah, you you were in the forties. I went into the thirties. So I think there's a lot of slightly uh, unfavorable things. Yeah, I mean, I, team. I mean, doomsday scenario. They probably went thirty games, but I, I didn't want to. I think you got to factor in that they're probably not going to have a doomsday doomsday scenario doomsday. because any team doomsday scenario the is thirty. Doomsday. One team has the doomsday every year. Like who? Who, who had it last year? The Wizards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> the Hornets. They were didn't make the playoffs and lost Kemba. No, but I mean in season doomsday were like they go from being a team that could win this many games to being like way below their win totals. Like who underperformed their win total last year by a ton? The, the Wizards probably had a doomsday. Yeah, you call that a doomsday for them. I bet the Timberwolves thought that was a doomsday. Yeah, they probably they probably did because probably before the you know September they probably had like a fifty Same win total. With the Pels. Yeah, the Pels was doomsday. That's fair. Yeah. There we go. We got three, but but two of those were for trades. So only the Wizards get the real uh, Doomsday Award. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, right after you make me talk about liking the Wizards, we talk about how terrible their season was. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, let's do one more break because our last question of the show is actually a four-parter, so we can uh, do all four for the last part. So AJ cheated. And submitted four questions in one, but that's encouraged in this instance because then we have more to talk about. Uh, so AJ Reese, AJ Reese one three one three has four parts for you, Adam. And the first one, I don't think either of us have an answer for. Okay. Favorite song by Victor Oladipo? Do you have one? Have you ever listened to any of his songs? <laughs> I don't listen to music very often. I think I've listened to his songs, but I can't remember the names of any of them. Like I remember Ethan wrote a a piece like reviewing the album last year after it came out and I read it and I listened to the one that he said was the best, but I genuinely do not remember the name of it. I know Fix sang some greatest showman songs pretty well. <laughs> uh, I've heard him singing in the locker room and it's quite, quite good. All right. And funny. I mean, I'm sure he's a good voice. The best song by him is uh, the three second clip of him singing Bowie. Yeah. On. That's a good one. <laughs> is that allowed? Yeah, do you think that will uh, end up making its way around Jazz Twitter once they play each other? I sent it to the, someone from SLC Dunk reached out to me about talking about Boyan for them, and I I tried to I told them about the video in the article, so I hope it gets over to them. All right, because I sent it to Taylor. I sent it to Taylor Griffin. It's up to him to make it happen. All right, I hope it will. Number two, if you could change the outcome of one game, which game would you choose? Game one, 2013 NBA Eastern Conference Finals. Or game seven. No, game one, because they should have won game one. That's true. They would have been up. They should have been up 2 0 that year. You're right. That year, or I would say game. Dwayne Wade even said they probably should have been down 0 2. Yeah. Um, no, I'm thinking that was, that was the first year. They might be the, I mean, the second year. Like, it's so easy to just concrete pick a game seven for me and be like, all right, there we so go. So I would say the other one would be game two of the 2014 Eastern Conference Finals, where they were up 1 0 on the. Miami and then PG got kneed in the head in the last three minutes by D Wade, and they should have been up 2 0. Yeah. They won game five pretty annually. They would have had game seven at home. I don't know if they would have won it, but that would have been interesting to play LeBron's on the road game seven and kind of the end of his peak in Miami, at least. Yeah, that would have been nice. But, and it would have been like a three, a three in a row, you know? Well, and I think, to me, I think 2013, they could have won the title, actually. I think they had a good enough team to actually win the championship. Yeah. They were, I mean, if Roy Hibbert doesn't make those stupid comments that mentally shot him, um, <laughs> they were Damn. they were as good as any other team. I mean, they were the best defensive team in the league that year. Hibbert had figured out offensively. Now, the Spurs were great, and they're an all-time great team, and maybe they would have figured it out, but they 
the Pacers would have had the best player with PG on the court. And then I don't know where you put Hibbert West. And that's Lance still at his like kind of Lance peak. So, I mean, that, that team was really good and they were deep. They had nine guys. Actually good and helpful. Yeah. And the ninth guy off their bench was Louis Skull. I mean, that's how good they were. They had nine good players. They play there. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, I got it. I just got to go with game seven. Uh, the other, they lose just knowing they're being in the finals against the Spurs. Yeah, the only other one I could say would be Game Six, two thousand four, Eastern Conference Finals. Or oh, really, okay. Game Two? Yeah. Actually, Game Game Two where Reggie Tayshaun, is that the Tayshawn game? So Game Two is the Tayshawn game where okay. where Reggie should have should have dunked the ball and that would have been game outside order. of outside of like this the actual semantics of like that sucks for the Pacers and like does this crazy play. That team was like also retrospect, looking back, and the score is like sixty-seven to sixty-eight. Yeah, fourth quarter. It's but like, that team was also good to win the title that year too. They were, they were, they, they were as good as the Pistons. Um, and Game Six was when they lost, where our test, uh, I think he need or elbowed uh, Rip Hamilton in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they went Game Seven at home that I year. I remember things like that because <laughs> seven-year-old Adam was really pissed that entire series. <laughs> Oh, uh, then the oh, I got one more. I got one more. Okay, I have one more also. Um, oh, what was the date? Sometime November two thousand five when that brawl. Make that happen. That team probably with the championship <laughs> as well. All right, my other one is not a Pacers game. Okay. <gasps> January twenty fourth, twenty ten, Saints Vikings, <laughs> NFC Championship game. Brett Favre throws the worst pass I've ever seen. Interception. Saints win. That was that. That is the game. Because it was going to be Vikings Colts Super Bowl, and that I love the Vikings, and everybody in Indy loves the Colts, and it would have been super fun. And the Colts would have kicked their butts because the Colts are a much better team than the Vikings. The the Vikings played the Saints way better than the Colts did. So uh, the Colts lost one game and they didn't try. It's because Peyton, it's because Reggie Wayne cut inside instead of. I remember that year so well because we left church like late that day, and my mom was like, "Tony, like the Cowboys beat the Colts. It was their first loss. It was like their tenth game or something." I was like, "What? They actually lost in 2000." 10? No, it's the 2009-2010 season. You're thinking of a different year. I know what you're thinking of. You're thinking of 07. Because 2009-10, they went 14-0, and then they they played the Jets and benched their starter second half and lost that game and then lost in Buffalo the last game. Yeah, that Vikings team was probably the best. Let me rephrase that. That was the best Vikings team of my life. Actually, no, the year they lost the Seahawks might have been the best Vikings team of my life, but freaking. Yeah, I mean, I guess I I might change. I'm, I might change that tuck rule game. Just maybe Tom Brady never won the championship to begin with, and he never makes it out of the <laughs> playoffs that year. But yeah, I'm trying to get anything else that like is egregious. Are we are we allowed to do football answers? Is that cheating? Yeah, a little bit. The Phillies uh, have a World Series, so I, I have no regrets about my baseball fandom. Uh, game three of the 2004, no, 2012 NLDS against the Giants. Reds are up two zero in the series. The Giants win the World Series that year. They're up. Brandon Phillips overruns second base, gets thrown out. He would have scored if the next guy who hit a double came up. Have the Reds been good since that day? Uh, yeah, they made the playoffs the next year, and then that was it. Okay, okay. But they basically they, they were a sneaky fun trade deadline. Yeah, they're going on in, all in for 2020. Sounds like. Yeah. With the Bauer move, Sonny Gray's been good. Bauer's awesome. Please, yeah. please gone, but yeah, but he's gonna leave anyway. He's a free agent in the year, so. All right, AJ's third question. Since we're talking about baseball, it's time to switch questions. <laughs> Dream guest for the show. It's probably different for both of us. Dream guest. Dream guest for the show. I think I look like Donnie Walsh. Donnie Walsh would be fun. I think you could, I mean, if you got a real open and like just loose and just talked about like all the ups and downs and like where they went wrong, stuff like that. 
I mean, Pritch might be good for that too if he could be open about so it. I thought about here's. I think my number one is Spike Lee. Okay. I've thought about that before. I think that would be super fun. Just to talk, like, just talking about that, all that would be awesome. Um, I think Reggie. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, just those two would be really cool. And then in the modern Pacers era, PG. Yeah. Uh, and Vic, I think, would be the two. Yeah, I just mean it'd be cool just to dissect, like, because Walsh is a link between both eras of the PG right, right, and right. AO eras. You could link them together. Herb Sign would be good at that. I just, you would need somebody right. who could be just, like, completely honest about what happened and where they messed up. As I'd like that. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be fun about Reggie, like, 2020. 2020 I almost said 2000, like, 20-0. You know who might actually be really good? Dan Burke, just because he's been there the whole time. Yeah, no kidding. He knows everything. Fun. He'd be good. Like if he could, and I don't know. He's not very talkative. Doesn't want to give up all information. But it'd be pretty cool if he yeah. would. There's a lot of decent, decent to good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number four, favorite encounter with a Pacers player, past or present. Ooh. Do you have any good ones? I have a couple actually. So I used the JCC I belong to in Indy on um, Hoover Drive, I believe, or Hoover Hoover Road. Sorry, Hoover Road. Uh, Ron Artest used to work out there a lot. His actually his okay. kid went to preschool there, and my grandma taught there, I think. And so one time I was in the gym, or I was like seven or something like it. It was before Ron. Artest, it was right after he got suspended, but like yeah, that kind of range. And I remember I met Ron Artest because he was just working out in the gym one day, and my grandma, of course, made me go introduce myself to him, and I was. Did not want to do that, but I <laughs> did meet our test. Um, the other one too, that's, we that's one time. Well, my so other time I we saw David West when we were eating out with the, and with my grandmother, who again made me go introduce myself to David West. Didn't want to do that either, so that's like the two interactions with them. I've kind of had those are probably the two. I'm trying to think of I've actually like seen as a Pacer player. That's probably I saw Alizé Johnson uh, at at a bar last year. Nice, it was pretty crowded, and it was funny because I was the only person who knew who he was because he just got drafted. That happened with Malik Hooker, the Colt safety, and me. I saw him at some place, and nobody knew who he was. And like, you're Malik Hooker, aren't you? I said to him, "He's like, yeah. How'd you know that?" I'm like, I, I "Yeah, they love, they love like, I think they love that stage, you know, where like yeah. not not everybody knows them yet, and they can still like go do stuff and have fun." Yeah, Malik Hooker. I think I was at some over on Keyst or uh, Castleton Keystone. There's like a burger place. I think it's called District Tap, maybe something like that. Yeah. Malik Hooker was there. Oh yes, that's a great restaurant. And I went up. I just like I'm like you're Malik Hooker, aren't you? And just as I just said, good luck on the Golds this year. And he's like, I'm pretty good. Believe I recognize him. Say. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. He was eating dinner with like his girlfriend. And, like that. I didn't want to go too bad. He just sat next. You're like in the table next to us. So There's a corny answer that that's actually like media sports related is like interacting with Thad and watching him talk to his family like before games and all his like sons would go out and shoot before the games. So that was really fun. What's the picture you have as your Twitter bio? My Twitter bio? It's where you're, what player are you standing behind at that moment? Is that sad? In your Twitter picture? Right now, my Twitter picture with Carson Edwards, but it that's was right. before. That's right. Yeah. If that's a good interview, but that's not like a good answer, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, like what about- I thought out that interaction. I don't think that's what anybody wants to hear about. So, like, what about, should we just do NBA players as, as a whole? Do you have a better I mean, one than Pacers I- player? I mean, I met Eric Gordon at the JCC. I mean, I, I've a couple times I've met Eric Gordon at the JCC before. Same JCC. He lives across. He used to live across the street from it. He was. Oh, my absolutely best one then is Gary Harris because I was at the game. He at the half court shot against uh, 
But he was that was before he was an NBA player, though. This is when Eric Gordon was. I know he was between the the, NBA. the Pelicans and the Rockets. He hadn't signed yet, and I was at like I just he was doing like ropes or something like that, and I went to talk to him for a minute. <laughs> yeah, Gary hit a half court shot and ran out of the gym. That was against I want, my high I school. You to remember this, Adam? That, I'm making you remember this. I know it was against my 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 high school. That team was also really good that year, and probably yeah, Ronnie was nasty that year. Yeah, for you guys. That was the I think that was the post. That was right after they just won the champ. They won the five A the year before. Yep. That was my freshman year. Yep. Oh, that was the worst. Yeah, and then Gary bombed it from forever, ran out of the gym. Did you go to HSC? No, I went to Zion's right. but we were That's what I thought. We just we were just there to watch Gary versus Ronnie. It was cool. Yeah, no, I understand. They're lots of good And Urban was a beast for HSC then too. Yeah. Oh, those are the glory days. I didn't really talk to him. I don't think that counts as an interaction, but I've seen Gary too at the uh, Monon Center before. He shoots there all the time. Yeah, I didn't did not interact with him. I just saw him one day. Yeah. All right, that was fun. That was a good uh, first half of the mailbag, Adam. Yeah, we should tell people the second half will be up next week. We're doing this over two weeks because uh, some traveling going on. But- Travel issues, and it's August. Let's be honest. Uh, the Pacers roster is done. There's uh, less to talk about. Yeah, so we're going to do this over two weeks. So if your question was answered this show, it'll be answered in the next show. Yeah, so stick around for that. So thank you guys so much for submitting these questions, and we will see you next week.